Hello, my name is Robin Cole, and I'm the national take two. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> Hello. I'm glad that happens to other people. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. All right, we're going to start again. Jim will have fun when he's editing this, when he has to get rid of all that. Hi, Jim. All right. Hello, my name is Robin Cole, and I'm the Acting Executive Director of the National Creditors Bar Association. Welcome to this NCBA podcast. We are discussing today about getting clear about your business for growth and scale. Get your people 100% clear on your vision, why you do what you do, where you want to go, and how you're going to get there. Attract, retain, and inspire the right people to execute fully on that vision and create cohesive, open, and honest teams that align around your purpose and excel. Uh, with me today is Beth Pearl Behrman, Compilation Speaker, Workshop Leader, and Coach. Beth is an internationally recognized speaker, EOS implementer, and workshop facilitator, and she brings proven tools and process to entrepreneurial companies to pull leadership teams together and gain the traction needed for sustained growth. Believing connection is key, she helps you and your people move beyond limits, communicate across generations, and avoid communication snafus. In real time, Beth helps you crystallize compelling answers to customers and team members' key questions. Why buy from you, why back you, and why stay with you? Known for energizing others, Beth leads high-impact workshops and presentations. She has delivered highly rated presentations and workshops to Vistage, National Association of Entrepreneurs and Business Owners, the National Association for Insurance and Financial Advisors, Wells Fargo, American University, the Exit Planning Exchange, the American Marketing Association, and many leadership organizations, professional groups, and client companies. Welcome, Beth. We're glad to have you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So, Beth, let's go ahead and get started here. We've got a lot of ground to cover and a lot of interesting topics. The first question I have for you are, uh, is, uh, what are the three most important things leaders and owners need to master to move a business toward growth, scale, and success? Uh, well, leaders um, really should start with knowing where they want to go and crystallizing the vision for where they want to go. So vision really means getting your whole team 100% clear on where you want to go, how you're going to get there, and so forth. Then they need to also um, make sure that they have the traction around day-to-day -to, -day to bring that vision forward and create a culture of discipline and accountability around making a business not only tick, but having it be all elements of the business harmonize in such a way that you're always moving forward, that you're tracking your progress, that everyone has a number, and people are clear on exactly what that vision looks like and how they can contribute to bringing it forward, and then healthy. Everything in the end comes down to communication um, and being able to have open, honest conversations in which people get real. They can bring issues to the table, set them up and knock them down, and prioritize them in such a way that the most important things get done. That's what helps the business grow and scale. 
Excellent. So, Beth, there's a lot of talk about vision in leadership circles. What is your view about getting clear on vision? Hmm. Well, vision is way more than having words on a page or on a website, um, and definitely not something that some consultant comes in and brings, and you've got a big binder, and people can't remember, they can't recite, they can't attach to, which is often the case. If a company has a vision, they may have worked on it, they may have crafted the words, but they're not utterable, they're not memorable, they're not repeatable. Um, and so, and, and the vision really needs to reflect where a company wants to go, but also who is that company? Who are we as an organization? What are our core values? What is it we, we stand for and want to be? Um, where are we focused? What's, what's our niche? Who are we focusing on? Who are we serving and in what way? And then where are we going in terms of what's our 10-year, 5-year, 30-year goal, whatever, this big BHAG that is so often referred to in business, this big, hairy, audacious goal, which I think is mm -hmm. not the most beautiful expression, <laughs> but it really does resemble what what the, the, the popular acumen in terms of we want to strive for something great that we can all get to and our ultimate impact in the world. Um, but then we need to bring it down to the ground. So what does that look like three years from now? Hmm. In terms of what is – are we going to be a huge company? Are we going to be a small, intimate company? How many offices are we going to have? What is the praise about us going to sound like? How do we come together? When you walk in, what is it going to feel like in our spaces and so forth? So it's really making that – real so that people can envision it, the word vision again, and attach to that vision in a way that's really sustainable, it motivates, and it's the basis from which you would then set goals. Um, and when you can make it palpable and when you can make it real for people, that's where inspiration and aspiration come from. Okay. So following up on that, how do you attract retain, inspire people, and create the accountability around achieving your vision and goals? So attracting the right people, that that's where words come back in. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they really do matter, but they're a starting point. So it's very important for a business in attracting people to not only express what they're about and what they stand for, but to let the public know and their target market, whether it be talent or clients and so forth, because in the end, everything we put out there is going to be interpreted by whoever's receiving it in, for whatever purpose they're coming to you. Um, so really expressing your core values and, and getting clear on them in terms of what does living them look like and having the messaging that goes out attract people we're going to be aligned with your core values. So, for instance, the core values at a major Wall Street bank are going to be very different from the core values at a regional health food company, for example, sure. or an outdoor company. So, 
what is it we stand for? What is it we believe in? And do and and rewarding that and putting that out there over time, so that not only are your words communicating what you're about, but also anything that someone looks at that's related to your company is consistent with that. So in debt collection, um, you know, it's it's interesting because you have often thought of the bad guys, thought of, excuse me, often thought of as the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And really, it's hard to put a message out there that in a vacuum that says, hey, you know, we're, we're really the good guys in the financial system or, or <laughs> we're doing good or we're preventing someone else from being taken down financially by getting this early and settling and so forth. That in a vacuum isn't necessarily compelling, but when everything that you do in your business exemplifies what you stand for and being um, a part of a system where you are, in fact, creating good and you're celebrating the people in your organization and the situations where you've been able to do good in the world, that's where the attracting good people comes from. In terms of hiring and keeping and inspiring people, again, it comes from the vision. It comes from communicating that um, very clearly, frequently, getting buy-in from your people on it, um, making sure they know where you're going and, and why. And um, also another big piece of that is really – Getting the right people in the right seats. So what does that mean? It means, number one, do they fit our core values? And I can't say this enough. It seems as if I'm repeating core values, core values. It goes to what makes a company tick? Who are we? Who fits here? Because you can attract and hire people who can do the job, they have the knowledge, the skills, the natural ability to do the job really well, but if they don't fit with your culture, mm-hmm. then there's going to be a conflict. And it can be uh, almost like a virus that can begin to spread through the company because they're not creating a positive energy that's aligned with the, the what makes your company tick. So it's important to, at first, make sure that they are aligned with who you are, what you're doing, why you're doing it, and getting very clear about that. But then also celebrating them when they exemplify what you stand for and what you believe in so that, you know, they can be motivated, they can move forward, they can be inspired to do well. But also in terms of the accountability and bringing that vision down to the ground and creating traction around it that moves you forward, it's important to get the right people in the right seats Mm -hmm. and people who have they're just they're a right fit and where you're going to take it and move them forward. So a lot of that is communication. And then bringing it down to, okay, now we've, we have our, we have our picture. We have our big goals. How do we bring that down to real accountability? We need to have measurables. We need to, everyone needs to have a number, whether it be a profit number, an activity number, but measurements around what they are accountable for 
not necessarily just responsible for, but ultimately accountable for, so that they know exactly, so a company knows where it's going, where it is at any given point, and can move forward. Very good. All right. So let me ask you this. Which leadership and executive team dynamics position a company for scale and growth? Mm. Well, certainly growth-oriented leaders, um, people who are willing to be open and honest, um, also understanding who fits best in the in each seat at the leadership level. You know, some companies have someone at the leadership level who is a hands-on leader. We call that the integrator. They are able to bring all the pieces of the organization together and also um, make sure that all facets of an organization are working together in a productive manner and managing you know, largely the day-to-day operations and getting working within the business, on the business, but also within the business with the key leaders who are going to bring the business forward and so forth. But often what we have in a leadership position is a visionary, someone who's a big-picture person, someone who is forges big relationships, has great, great energy and spurts because they get excited about one thing, but then they get excited about another thing and another thing, <laughs> and they bring the energy to an organization. So we need to have those people in the right seats that fit well because if you have a big thinking, big dreaming visionary in the seat where they're supposed to be running the day-to-day, eventually that's not going to work. So it's mm-hmm. it's also, you know, being able to align people, their natural abilities, proclivities, tendencies in a way that they're at the leadership level and all the way through the organization adding value. Okay. So my last question for you, Beth. You obviously, through the comments that you've uh, shared with us today, you clearly enjoy working with teams and being in the room. What would you consider to be your secret sauce? (laughs) So um, after every engagement, uh, people will always refer to the energy I bring to the room. So I'm not a person who's going crazy on a stage with funny costumes and wild energy running around the room, but an energy that energizes others and creates an openness, a sense of trust where people will begin will say things they might not have said because there hasn't been a safe environment created. Um, I, my tendency is I'm dealing with really serious matters, weighty matters, responsibility, growth, revenues, all of these kinds of things that companies are dealing with. Um, but when you can create these aha moments and get people excited and seeing possibilities and really talking to each other in an open and honest way, that that's where progress really begins. Um, I bring also a part of that sauce is a, a mix of communications, team building, marketing and sales, a diverse background that comes together to create perspective and also um, the ability to really work with teams in, in a variety of ways. Um, 
So I, really it comes from the energy, um, and uh, it comes from a, a bona fide, genuine excitement about helping companies grow. Wonderful. So, Beth, I appreciate you joining us today and sharing your wisdom and the information that you were able to convey in our very short time together. If our listeners would be interested in reaching out to you for additional information or consultation, can you give us your contact information on the line right now? Sure. So my phone number is 240-560-8946, which is a uh, – is a throwback to my dad because the letters eight nine four six connect to the the numbers connect to you win so it's two four zero five six zero you win and my dad used to say you're a pearl you're a winner and that's my maiden name is pearl. Uh, <laughs> uh, my email is beth at compellications dot com c o m p e l l i c a t i o n s dot com. It's a contraction of compelling communication. So again, it's Beth at C O M P E L L I C A T I O N S dot com. Terrific. Beth, thank you again for joining us. Thank you listeners for listening in and be sure to stay tuned for the next National Creditors Bar Association podcast. Topic to be determined, but we'll be announcing it shortly. Thank you for joining us. I'm Robin Cole with the National Creditors Bar Association.